to the back pocket, your widely average podcast. Back at it. Podcast number four. What a pleasure. You know, I just want to thank all of our marketing interns for listening to the first three weeks. It's been quite an honor to begin this podcast, and the journey's been pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, I guess we've, for how average we are, we have exceeded our own expectations and maybe everybody else's along with it. And uh, with that, we have some breaking news, um, just for everybody. So, uh, last podcast, we were referencing our pursuit for President Sullivan, and this past week, I was able to do a little digging, do a little hunting, and we have announced that we officially will be having President Sullivan, President of University of St. Thomas, on our podcast the week after spring break. The story behind it, though, is even, yeah, the is story, even more impressive. Okay, so Hit him with a deck. Listen to this. So, it's Friday last week, and we are sitting at the bar. We're enjoying some happy hour drinks, you know, just hanging out with everybody. And at Stewart's, the local bar here, uh, right across the street from the chapel off Cleveland, for all you guys that don't know, or do know. So we're just sitting there, you know, having a good time, and... I asked the bartender, so I'm like, hey, does anybody big come through here? Like, does, is there any big names that roll through Stewart's, you know? And she's like, and, I, or, and then I was like, like, does President Sullivan ever run through here? Because, you know, just trying to ask. And she's like, yeah, actually, like, President Sullivan comes here all the time. She orders takeout. Who would have thought, you know? And so, she, yeah, she and, she, and then she's like, yeah, she'll be here in like five minutes. She just came back into town and she's ordering takeout from us. She'll be here to take her food out in like five minutes. So, uh, I just stayed around, hung out for a little bit, waited for President Sullivan to came, come in the Stewart's, and once she came in, I recognized her, it went up and introduced myself, we had a nice conversation about just a few things, plugged the back pocket, the podcast, she had already known about it, which is pretty cool, maybe not a listener, but she knew about it, and uh, yeah, so talked, and she's like, yeah, I'd be happy to come on uh, on the show after spring break, I talked to my secretary, we'll write you in, so we're locked in. President Sullivan, podcast in the future. So moving on, trapping the puck here. As we do with all of our podcasts, we're going to start off with uh, average qualities. And this one is directed towards here at the back pocket. We are very average marketing um, to people. Just in general. We yeah. call you guys marketing interns because we don't know what we're doing. We need our for, listeners to be marketing We call interns. you guys marketing interns for a reason because we only know how to podcast and edit shows and... We were really bad at getting our name out there and making our stuff accessible to you guys. It's taken us now a whole month to get on iTunes, and Brutal. we still haven't figured it out really. We Our podcasts are all over the place. All over iTunes. the place on iTunes. They're there. They're somewhere. You'll find them, but yeah. it's just like... We, we, we want to get it together in like a library format, and it's just impossible. Yeah, it's I don't just, know what we're doing. Ugh, it's brutal. Whatever. Um, but uh, that's how average we are, so we decided to actually hire someone. And I'd like to welcome Tommy Nickley onto the into the family of the back pocket. Yep, he's going to be taking over the uh, the social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So he knows what he's doing on there. He's he's told us his five year Stalin plan. Yep. and we're looking forward to yeah seeing what we got. Just trapping the puck here. Big time news here uh, at St. Thomas, as everybody knows. Uh, the weather just brutal. So we're really. Here at the back pocket, we're kind of swallowing our own pride here. Uh, we said last week there was only going to be two more days of winter, according to our producer Steve and Steve Hogg's Day. Um, it is currently, 
It's Friday at about 8.30, and it is 4 degrees outside with a negative 12 wind chill. So Winter is still here. Winter is still here, and it might be to stay for a while. We are so confused. We, we do not know what to do. It's It was 70 degrees less than a week ago, and now it's negative 11. Um, you know... Is it is there global warming? Is there not global warming? Is climate the, change climate change? We don't we don't care. We don't really know. Yeah, it's just kind of like everything's up for grasp at this point. <laughs> yeah, everything's up for grabs. Ball's in the air. We're trying to get a rebound, and put it back up. So it's just and no I one's boxing out. So. Yeah, no one's boxing out on Mother Nature here. She's trying to. She wants winter back, and she's getting it her way right now. And I mean, with St. Patty's Day right around the corner, I'm starting to get a little nervous because St. Patty's Day is supposed to be the honorary initial darty day we're, we're we're bash guys we're not party guys mm-hmm. so just outside bashes that's kind of when that all kicks off is usually around st patty's day so that's all right however i will say no fear for the weather because the back pocket is taking their towns to aruba the back pocket will be in aruba for the week of the 17th through the 25th and we will be trying to capture the culture of the Arubites and what they entail. We're kind of unsure what that whole process is going to be like, but we're ready to get after it. Yeah, and I'm just really excited to uh, get some interviews there. Um, I really don't know what we're going to find in Aruba. Um, just a few, I mean, just a few thoughts. I mean, I'm thinking maybe we uh, try and get an interview with their president of the island because it's not a big island, right? It's just yeah, the monarch. Of, the monarch. The monarch. Yeah, it's a it's a monarchy there. William, William Alexander, I think, is his name. William Alexander, mm-hmm. such a monarch name. Uh, looking forward to talking to him, getting him on the show. Yes, I'm assuming they ha- we have a few Ar- Arubite listeners. Correct. So that's good. We're also looking forward to March 18th is their uh, Independence Day from the Netherlands. And that's our first day, so, there, so we'll, that's going to be lit. We'll on to the next segment here, we got Let's Talk Business. We're bringing this segment back, which we had on our second se- uh, podcast, when we brought on a few of our guests to flame Conrad Johannes for him for him dressing a business guy when he's yeah. an engineer. So we had to flame saying, him. Yeah, saying Let's Talk Business, that started this the, segment. this segment called... Let's talk business. So we saw on LinkedIn and Facebook, our dear friend Austin Lorch uh, updated his profile picture with a tie, coat, and looking sharp, dressed to the nines, just like Johannes. And when you do that, we notice you're trying to talk business. He's an engineer. So again, we, here we go again. It's We're just gonna... a recurring event. It's like history. It's just I, we we figured Lorch is a listener. He would learn. But man, did he post a picture! Just and we and we're we're not we're positive guys, so we're obviously Lord, you look great. Um, give him some compliments, you yep. know. Looks but, like a great smile. But we definitely Stug. know our listeners definitely have some thoughts and maybe some comments. Compliments, maybe some uh, flames for Lord. So here we go. Let's go ahead and start and start with his good friend Gabe Fighten from Colorado. How are you, Gabe? It's the guys from the back pocket, man. Uh, I I've heard you uh, heard about Lorch's picture on Facebook. I'm sure you saw it. Um, we're gonna go ahead and take your comments on it, man. What do you got for us? Well, decal and the guys from back pocket. The listeners of back pocket know it's no secret how I feel about Austin Lorch. 
that man has a heart of gold, and I would do anything for him. Everyone knows that. However, that picture shocks me. How so? Rather like, I do have a clarifying question. What is Is that? Is this picture a hyper-realistic painting? (laughs) Or did Lorch put a paint filter on the photo? Because it doesn't look authentic. It doesn't look like him, does it? We think it's a man, you know a wax mannequin. I, I actually, I, I kid you not, with the powder blue tie, it almost looks like Christian McCaffrey transferred to the University of North Carolina to be a Tar Heel, <laughs> and that's his team. And that's then, his team picture. And then gelled his hair, and put a little highlights in there. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice the highlights? Frosted tips. I'm. I'm still. Uh, I'm still focused on the fact that it looks like a painting. Can we confirm or... You know, we can't confirm or deny on that, but uh, we know that Larch is a sly guy in that regard. There's there's absolutely nothing bad I can say about that man. He'd run through a wall for me, I know that much. That's absolutely correct, man. He would for everybody and all our listeners. Thank you, Gabe. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me on. Good luck with the rest of the show. Wow, that was a good segment from our good friend Gabe. You know, it really means a lot when he talks yeah. about awesome like that. Yeah, just a powerful figure. Pure bliss. Pure bliss, awesome Lord. All right, we're going to call one of his uh, position friends in, on the football team who's known to have great comments all around, Bennett Salahowski. Hey Bennett, it's it's the guys from the back pocket. We're here to give you sixty seconds to uh, talk about Austin Lorch and his Facebook profile picture that he just updated. What do you got for us? Oh man, where to begin? Um, well, yeah, like I said, I'm I'm kind of a Facebook troll, so I had to comment on it just because of Lorch. But um, the suit and tie was a great touch, really, really funny, but. I guess I just always, when I think about Lorch, he's kind of an odd combo where he kind of looks like Frodo and then kind of like a half mix with Jimmy Neutron just because he's always so optimistic. And then I always laugh because of his voice. You know, it's like a half mix of Kermit and then Bird or like that fat kid from uh, Stand By Me. <laughs> so, so it's like, That's a great call. Like four, like four random characters. I just always laughed. I have a great story, you know, when uh, one day at practice when Michael Otta, when he dropped an interception, he didn't come out, and Lorch comes on, and he goes, all right, Mike, I'm taking you out, but he's got, like, that whiny voice, so it's like, Mike, I'm coming to take you out. <laughs> he's like, I ain't fucking playing, I'm not coming out. <laughs> well, he just gets, just gets bossed up by Mike, and it was really funny, and then all the stuff that Doomer, you know, Doomer's always trolling him, but... Yeah, love the profile picture, but Lord, if you're listening, man, you're a good kid and hard worker, you'll do good things. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we appreciate it, Bennett. Hey, thank you, Bennett. Have a good day. For sure. Later, fellas. So, shot in the dark here. We're going to go ahead and call one of Lorch's uh, position teammates, ex position teammates, big time legacy rep, uh, Jordan Young, JY. This man was a stud.
Hey, JY. It's the guys from the Back Pocket Podcast. I don't know if you've uh, seen our stuff on uh, on Instagram and stuff. I have. I have seen it. Great. Uh, well, we have a segment here called Let's Talk Business, and we have uh, Austin Lorch, who uh, posted a picture on LinkedIn looking dressed to the nines. He was fly as hell. And Facebook, mind you. I know you've seen it, um, so we're going to go ahead and give you uh, roughly 45 to 60 seconds to either uh, flame him or compliment him. You have the floor, sir. All right, Andrew Lorch? Yes. All right, well, first of all, I mean, Andrew Lorch is such a huge cachet already. I mean, Lorchy here, Lorchy, the man himself, man of the hour. Um, he pretty much took the banner pretty high, so I have a picture, and he threw a nice photo off of him, and business, you know, business calls is definitely very intriguing. Uh, smile on the other hand, that photo that I saw, um, a little bit creepy, a little bit turns me off. Well, it looks like a pedophile in the making, uh, a young Jared from Subway, uh, pre-300 plus pounds. Uh, so it's kind of hit or miss as well. Um, but he's a good-looking guy, don't get me wrong. Uh, I mean, he looks you know, very, very well-dressed. Uh, but then again, the smile and the look on his face seems like he's trying to portray something they not really uh, wanting to put out there on Facebook and or LinkedIn. That's a great point, JY. We appreciate your input. That was your 60 seconds. Yeah, thank you, brother. Absolutely. Of course, brother. Enjoy the rest of your day. Good luck with the podcast, my man. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. All right, bud. Take it easy. I think he, I think he called him Andrew. <laughs> he called him Andrew. Yeah, he called him Andrew. I think that was the best fly ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to take that out because I'd feel bad for JY calling him the wrong name. <laughs> Why? That's great. That was just an absolutely electric uh, Let's Talk Business. Just another hit. We loved what our... Our listeners have to say, and I hope you got a good understanding of who Austin Lorch is. Yep, everyone just loves the man, but when when you post a picture like that, you're just you're setting yourself up for things come fast yeah. and they come hard, man. <laughs> On to our next segment here. We are we so our interview today is our second string producer Mark. His parents came into town uh, last week or two weeks ago and gave gave a nice little talk, and it was it was fantastic. So now we have Mark's parents, second string producer Mark Amick's parents on the podcast with us. We have Greg and Ann Amick, um, happily married for X amount of years. They're going to let us know. Um, met in an interesting way as well. Uh, welcome. Thank you for having us on your show today. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a good intro. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> We've heard lots about it. We've heard lots about it. Frequent listeners. That's Frequent good. listeners. For the first and only podcast, we listened to the whole thing, so it was great. That's awesome. To start it off here, uh, let's just go right into it here. So our first question, we ask this to all our guests, especially for you two. Uh, obviously, relationship, married, congrats. Um <laughs> What makes your relationship average? Average? Uh, I don't know that we'd consider our relationship average. Uh, That's a good answer. Yeah. I mean, uh, almost 30 years of marriage. We've known each other 32. Okay. So we kind of uh, kind of beat some of the odds. Right, right. Nice. So we're fortunate to, to have gone, gone that far. Okay. Um, you guys said 32 years. So um, I guess my next question would be, how did you guys meet? What's your, what's your story? It's a story. Oh, it's a good story. I, I like this story. This is probably going to be the highlight of our answers, but we actually met on an airplane. Oh, wow. I'm heading back for uh, Christmas. We had a 30-minute flight from Birmingham to Atlanta. Ann was heading back to uh, Toledo, and I was heading back to Savannah. We sat next to each other. I think she was impressed with my polyester suit <laughs> at the time. Nice blue polyester suit. Uh, 
I think I had a uh, clip-on tie at the time, so I think that really <laughs> struck uh, struck a nerve with her. How old were you guys at the time? Uh, let's see. Well, um, now you're aging us, see? Well, because, no, I was... Uh, yeah, no. You were 20... I was 23, Two? 22. And I was, I was 22. 24. Okay. So I'm a couple years older. So you're older. 22 and did not tie a tie and met your wife on a plane. Right. That's that's it. <laughs> that's the bottom line. That's yeah. not average at all. That's not. So that's you're telling us your relationship's not average. <laughs> no. First of all, Greg is always gets to the airport so early. We always say that we get two meals in before we take off for a flight. So he's there early. He's on. He's at the window seat. I show up. Literally, they're shutting the doors. And I jump on the plane, sit down, and I'm on the aisle. Nobody sits in the middle between us. So that's how we started our chat. And then we just talked for about 30 minutes, and then we get off the plane. And being the non-drinker that he is, we had talked on the plane that we both had an hour layover. And he goes, hey, do you want to go have a drink? And, of course... I joined in on that. I've never done that before. First time. And I had actually walked. I was about 10 feet away from him, and he came kind of back Which wasn't all bad. And he said... You know what I mean. (laughs) He's got closing speed. And and then he said, hey, would you like to join me for drinks since you have a layover? So we went into the bar, and I remember he ordered a whiskey sour. I ordered a beer. And the rest (laughs) is history. And we exchanged business cards, and that was it. Business cards, I don't know if you... Anybody have that anymore? Yeah, no, I'm not quite. Sure. It's <laughs> not a V card anymore. Okay. Know, it's a, this is actual paper. It's paper, okay. nothing yeah. on right. Okay. <laughs> so that's cool. Wow, that's that leads me to my next question. Uh, when did you know it was real? Mm. Was it at the whiskey sour, or was it like five years later at the still, next whiskey sour? St- still waiting. Still no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was for me. It was pretty, pretty. Uh, Pretty immediate. I don't know, love at first sight, but it was pretty, pretty close to that. And uh, I can remember it was, it was, uh, you came over and a bunch of my friends were over at the apartment and he came over and he had just gotten back from Savannah, brought back all this fresh fish that his brother had caught. And we had this little tiny hibachi grill out on our uh, porch and he cooked for everybody. I'm like, I, mean, I, I want that guy in my life. <laughs> He's going to cook for me. Well, so for all our listeners out there, if you know how to cook, that's definitely uh, how you get your wife. So There you go. No, that's great. So through, how do you get your man through his stomach and cooking? But here was the opposite. Mm. True. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief. Playing, playing the law of averages, Mr. Amy. Love it. Uh, so that's great. I love that you guys found love immediately, basically. So, speaking of love, um, this will be pertain to both of you. What is one thing that you love and hate about each other? So, we'll start with you, Mr. <laughs> I know you're pointing to Mrs. Amick, but you got to take the bullet here. And let's start here. Let's start strong. Let's go. Let's go. Hate, then love. Finish. Wow, finish hate, then love. It's a hard yeah, hate's word. A tough word. That's a tough If you'd like word. to rephrase, loathe. you can rephrase. Loathe. 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 <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> One of the quirks, something like that. Quirks, yeah. It's a strong word, but we'll use it. <laughs> We're positive guys. We're positive guys. So maybe not, uh, you're not a fan. You just don't, and you're doing yeah, yeah, yeah. it. So, so one thing you may hate about Mr. Amick is he farts in bed, or doesn't, leaves, doesn't, leaves the door open. Well, I will say work. this, and it'll be the first, <laughs> it's the first time I... I Indifferent, you said. Yeah. Indifferent. Indifferent. Well, she, uh, sometimes after she brushes her teeth, she doesn't wipe down the sink, and in the morning I have to clean up all the really? toothpaste and things like that. <laughs> yeah. So a little Are something like that. Me? 
I mean, that's uh, after <laughs> 30 years of marriage, is that that's the only thing I come up with? That's not bad. That's I love everything else. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. What do you got? Rebuttal? Uh, rebuttal would be that he takes paper clips and um, digs his ears out with them. Wow. I thought you were going to say something like he doesn't reply to a text message, but he'll yeah. send you a Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You text him, ask him where he's at, and you snap him something that, like a picture of your dog, and he just replies to that but never tells you where he's at. So We may not make it to 30. Actually. <laughs> Well, this could oh, be, this could be this is a back Well, that'd be breaking news, so we're, we're pretty good with that, too. <laughs> We've broken news a few times. Don't we have to go to li- the what we like about each other? No, he, oh, yeah, what do you like about him? Yeah. We didn't do that. Yeah, we didn't do that. We, I said pretty much everything. He said pretty much oh, He had a good cop-out. What was uh, yours? So. I'm going to say that when he gets um, has an out-and-out belly laugh, just when something is just so funny. That's when you know your joke hits. I like that. We'll watch out for that. That's the funniest. That's yeah. how we'll gauge how well this Last one was goes. two or three years ago, so it's <laughs> okay. okay, for our listeners, two or three years ago. Uh, Mr. Emick, i got a question for you. Um, how was growing up as a kid? Because uh, we do our research here, and uh, we do know that you uh, grew up abroad. Yep. Uh, we just like to little, know a little bit more about that. In, yep. Fra- in France. Oh, in France. We did that research. Oh, nice. We know where you were. Nice. Yep. No, I was a... Uh, proud son of a military family, so an army brat. My dad was a 22-year career military man, and my mom's from France. So whenever they had the occasion to be uh, stationed abroad, we did. So we lived four years in Belgium. I was born and lived three years in uh, Germany. And then when my dad was in Vietnam and Korea, we, uh, we stayed with my relatives in France. So up until probably age 13, 14, most of my Early childhood was in, in Europe. So it was great, good and bad. Got to see a lot of things, experience a lot of different things. But on the other hand, where Anne can talk about her childhood and her pre-kindergarten friends, I don't even remember where I went to grade school or pre-kindergarten, okay. that type of thing. So, but so it, was, it was great. Very yeah. adverse and, living and stuff. And never got to see all the shows that we did, too, when we talk about the Brady Bunch, the Partridge Family, mm-hmm. all those old shows. He never saw them. Yeah, they do that to you in France. So, <laughs> speaking of France, um, great country. However, in, on the international scale, uh, what makes France average? Or Ooh. why? Actually, why is France average? Because they are. Because they are. Hmm. Oh, you're going to get in trouble with the family on this one. Uh, is this broadcast internationally? <laughs> well, well I, I, everyone. Yeah, your your family. Does I, I think it's I think it's just a di- I think it's just a different perspective because when I look at my family, they're particularly my cousins, uh, all who uh, I, I guess their approach to life is uh, they work so that they can live. So even some of my cousins who had opportunities to uh, to advance in their careers mm-hmm. never really felt the urge to because it took away from their living that they were going to have to spend more time at work, and work was just a way to to uh, enhance their lives. So I would think, compared to American philosophy, which is you kind of work to, or you live to work, it's just the opposite there. So I would say, in the American view, that's somewhat average. So instead of working up to get, to become your own boss one day, or for just generally speaking, they would just take the janitor job and run with it? They're pretty comfortable with that. Wow, okay. Very comfortable. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Okay, um, so we're transitioning here a little bit. Uh, 
for our listeners, we already mentioned Mark was uh, your son. You all, you haven't still, still is still is still was is. We're not English majors. We're not English majors. <laughs> well, I heard last time not nor math nor history. No, no we no don't. directions. No, no, no. So you said math. We we're more talking numbers yep. just in general. Well, I we did see here doing a little bit of the uh, darts. the darts that yeah. you did get we up can, to two fifty one. Yeah, you can add to two hundred. So, yeah, that's one two hundred fifty one. Yeah, yeah. Yep. so yeah. we're darts guys. Um, darts majors. Darts majors. We don't. We can add to 251 and 501. 502 is where it gets interesting. <clears throat> However, um, to trap the puck here, you have an older daughter, uh, Shannon, great girl, um, lives with you now, just fantastic woman, love her, but we'll cut that. We love her too. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my fillers. <laughs> but uh, so. Your two kids, tell us um, one story, because we have a lot of uh, college college listeners on our show. Uh, tell us one story about uh, both Shannon and Mark that is going to help our listeners avoid college pregnancy. Maybe I'll throw that over to, to Ann. Okay, I'll, I'll start the first one with Mark. Um, you know, typical like kid that gets sick, like little kids do, and gets sick, and the and he's just can't sleep, and he's screaming all night long, and so it's about three in the morning. I he's got his little sleeper on. I take him outside, put him in the car seat, in the car. I start driving the neighborhood just to get him to try to fall asleep since he was sick, and we're driving, and I'm just literally going up and down the streets. Well. Somebody called the police because I looked like I was going to be robbing somebody or whatever. And then I find this car, this old car, is just following me. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, there's somebody weird behind me. And so I'm going to go to the police station. And the next thing I know, I was surrounded by cop cars. And they pull me over and they have put a big flashlight in the car. And I was like so beyond myself out my wits that he had been crying and he finally fell asleep I just like yelled at the cop and said don't flash that light in my son's eyes <laughs> my son is sleeping finally. I finally got him to sleep so <laughs> how old was Mark at this point I'm going to say he 16, was 16 <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so that's a Mark story so Mark was a colicky baby he, he, was, he, he was so he was tough this means every every day when I get home from work, first thing Ann would do would put him in me because he'd be screaming and crying from about four in the afternoon until about seven at night, nonstop. And the only way he could be comforted was by being rocked for, uh, for so, three solid hours. So, so be prepared for that if you're into that. So one highlight there is uh, your kid could get you in jail and that you don't get any sleep. So for all our college listeners. So for all our college listeners, please let that be known. Right. Now with Shannon, uh, she was a very, very good baby. It was kind of we'll more the, the teenage. We'll <laughs> it was more the teenagers out. or preteens, really starting yeah, around. Yeah. yeah. So, so with, with her, uh, I'm, and this is not really like a story about why you don't want to have children, but I, this is a story about young. more why. This I is what happens when you have children. Her to have children early. I took her. I was doing some casework. Um, for St. Francis, and there I got a call that there was this young woman that's about 25 years old that was living in this, like, dumpy, like, scuzzy hotel. And I go, come on, Jan, get in the car. You're coming with me. And she was, like, in sixth grade or something like that. And um, 
I, I, I wanted her to see how somebody that made bad decisions in life, how they were living. And so... Our potential listeners. <laughs> she would say I put her in a very bad situation. But anyway, it was, it was interesting. But, you know, it taught a lesson. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. That brings me to my next question for you, Mrs. Amick. Again, we do our research here, and uh, we know that you were, uh, you currently are a coach, and you did coach uh, your children. We we are curious: how was coaching a child like Shannon, who uh, was not per who se sucked. the best athlete? Them. Okay, yeah. She, let's just throw it out there: so, she was yeah. bad. So our question is: she was bad. How how was coaching your kid? That's the first question. How was it coaching a kid who sucked? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Shannon wasn't that bad. <laughs> so we did our research. Our, she was our, wildly our sources, average. Let's just say wildly average. She was wildly, okay, she was average. wildly average. Okay, we'll take that. We're not negative guys, so she, right. yeah, she's wildly average. So, um, you know, Shannon played great defense. That's all I mean. <laughs> As any coach will say. As any coach will say. She had a big heart. Big heart. She's big heart. Hustler. Played good defense. She was That's a great goalie. She was a good goalie in soccer. Hated to give up goals. But when it's crunch time, as a coach, two minutes is she on the field? Yeah, yeah. Who, who's taking the last shot? Well, if you ask her, she's at the bench a lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you benched her, so, you, so that's how you dealt with it. Uh, no, I as played her. Coach. I played her, but uh, in, the, in, in, the, in the crunch time, she might have been sitting. In the Catholic school leagues, there were a minimum amount of time you had to play your child. So mm. They, they child. had that in the Any game. child. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Two quarters. They had to participate in at least two quarters. Wow. Okay. We don't. We'll ask her, but I'm, I'm assuming that's why she's not playing college basketball. Mm-hmm. So that's because okay. we have two college athletes. Yeah. with us currently. Currently, yeah. Let's not let's not escape that. So next though, question. Though her final shot in basketball was a three pointer. I will point that out. So she left on a high note. She made the three pointer. She made the three pointer. Wow. With yep. the backboard. Uh, no. All net, I believe. I believe wow. it was all net. Swish. I mean, okay. That's a little bit on She has several pictures of that in her wall. <laughs> that, that looks good. She replays the video. And <laughs> Relive the moment. That's awesome. Yeah. I, love, I love youth basketball. So, in the South, you guys grew up in the South, born in the South, whatever, you're associated with the South. Right. Um, so, outside of football and NASCAR, how average is the South? We'll give you we'll give you uh, roughly forty five to sixty seconds to go ahead and bash, bash the South. Oh, go, oh. but we're positive, guys. But we're positive, so averagely accommodate or accommodate well, I, I, the South. Boy, the average, I, I I can tell you some things I didn't really care about. Okay, yeah, very, perfect. That's perfect. Heat, unbelievably hot and humid in okay. Savannah, Georgia. Mm. So as much time as we spend indoors in the winter in the Midwest, that was how much time we spent indoors in the. Uh, in the summers in Savannah, uh, so that was brutal. I uh, what else was kind of average about it? Uh, Those accents. I mean, you can't really the accents. <laughs> tough. Those tough accents, accents yeah. are tough. Yeah, well, average. Almost. Food. Mm-hmm. Food was uh, average. 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 Really. Grits. Grits with cheesy grits. Cheesy grits. Cheesy, cheesy grits. grits. That that was above average. Gotta say, gotta say, we love those waffle hosties. A lot of Waffle Houses. Every, on my way to college, every time I would stop at the Waffle House, I had two or three stops along the way. Yeah. yeah. Fried okra. Fried okra. Okra. That's a good. Thanks, Steve, for throwing that in. 
Thank you, producer. <laughs> That's going to have to be edited out. I mean, I, I thought they told you you weren't allowed to speak. No, Steve can. Steve's good at. He's also his his second title. It's in very small text and in parentheses. It says facilitates conversation. Facilitates excellent. So, excellent. I'm a charmer. Yeah. Okra. Yeah. Fried okra grits. Uh, Just really average. Oh, well, love bland the, uh, tasting. I, yeah, I remember sweet tea. a lot. A lot of fried foods. Yeah. yeah. Sweet lot tea. Of, lot of lot of uh, that. There's a Brunswick stew, good stews with a bunch of seafood. And a lot of seafood. Bowling with the Brunswick stew? We bowl here. <laughs> yeah. we bowl. We're bowlers. Should we go? Should we move on to advice? Um, no. Or you got you got one more round. Uh, let's play a game. Oh, we got a game for you guys. So we did, we do our research. We, I do we have to tell our listeners to do our research every time? No. Okay. So we did, <laughs> so we did our research. Um, we noticed that. Uh, you have two dogs and you have two kids. So we're going to give you, our game is we're going to give you qualities. You're not going to know which one it is and you're going to spit us an answer. Uh, their two kids are Mark and Shannon and the two dogs are Harley and Emma. So I will begin. The first, the first one, I'll give you the qualities. Coachable, uh, called when you, when you call him, he comes, uh, <laughs> loves to eat, um, hairy, well, it's, it could be two of them. It could be Mark. Mark or, or Emma. So he is definitely hairy. He's coachable. All those good things, and a lot like one of our puppies. So, so what's your so what's your? Final I'm going to say Mark. It Mark. was Emma. It was Emma. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Andrew. All right. So I'll, I'll do the next one. Uh, here are your qualities: unplanned, rambunctious, went to Iowa, latch train, and great with kids. That's Harley. That is Harley. Shit. Yeah. You tried to fake us out there. That's Harley. That's Harley. Good work. Unplanned. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon was not unplanned. <laughs> Disclaimer. I knew that was going to get him. And then went to Iowa. Iowa. I thought, man, that could be. That's double entendre there. Yeah, that was yeah, a good one. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. So you know that, that Harley spent a, a full three or four weeks in the college. <laughs> we college Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> went to Iowa. No tuition. No tuition. I didn't get a bill for it. But So So that's our game. Thank you for playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, now we're not big game guys, but we do like to have fun. We're going to wrap it up here. Um, so we usually like to end on a good note. We're going to go ahead. It's going to be. It's an advice. It's an advice deal. So we're we're going to give you guys advice, and then you're going to give us advice. So our advice that we're going to give you has to do with your kids. Now are uh, both graduated from college. Shannon is now a teacher and um, getting ready to start a new life. And Mark is in college with us. So you you guys have a lot of free time. Um, so we, we've got we have some advice for things that you guys can do. To keep you occupied and find your life again. So let's write this. Down. Okay. So we're just gonna kind of alternate here and just give you a few ideas. If any of them start, just stop us. So my first one's adopt a kid. Sure, that's a great one. Uh, I'm gonna say start your own uh, Airbnb. Like start your own company. Bed and breakfast. Bed and breakfast. Um, take apart your car and rebuild it. Mm, I like that. Uh, maybe invest in some cannabis stocks because yeah. that's a booming market right yeah, now. Yeah, penny stocks. Any kind of weed stock. Well, we're not weed guys. We're weed majors. We're, we're cannabis majors. So okay. cannabis stocks or penny stocks. Invest. Um, uh, start an art gallery in your basement. Ooh, I like that a lot. 
Uh, easy one that you probably would enjoy after being part of this podcast where you would suggest maybe start your own podcast. Yeah. Uh, the Amex Live here. The front from pocket. The front pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's our advice. So that's our advice for you. <laughs> Did you what did you think? Impressive. <laughs> impressive. A lot of thought. Uh, a lot of research went into it, obviously. So Yeah. Well, research. Anything sticks out? Yeah. Adopt a kid. We thought maybe fostering a kid or <laughs> adopting a kid would maybe spark something. So now, what's your guys' advice for us? Take a cooking class. Get your girls. Greg, what do you think? Buy an instrument. Oh, yeah. That's another way. What kind of instrument? Smithers. <laughs> <laughs> I think pursue, have fun, pursue your dreams, find something that you love to do, and pursue that passion, and and everything else will follow. And, uh, so you're saying understand it goes fast. It goes very, very fast. Enjoy everything you can. Take advantage of every opportunity that comes your way. And Would you say that we are taking advantage of the back pocket currently? Absolutely. From from okay, the, the one podcast that I listen to, uh, and, and and being part of this, yeah. So maybe Chase Aaron. Chase our dreams. dreams. Okay, so with pride and passion. Okay, so we should definitely <laughs> drop out of school and just keep going with this podcast, though. I, I think in about uh, eighteen months. In about eighteen months. Eighteen months. Eighteen okay. months. Okay. Yeah. We're not numbers guys. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Along that numbers majors. Yeah, majors. Okay. See the world. I like experience that. Experience life. Okay, so we have two questions that we ask all our guests. First one. Uh, Tell us a story of a famous person you met, or is there a story that you have that when you met a famous person or ran into someone that's famous, you got a story? You don't have any famous people? I don't know. I mean, the uh, the most famous one for me is uh, not that it was uh, we had a friendship or anything, but I played as average. Uh, he was average. I would say he oh, was the average. famous person was average. Okay. The famous person was average. Mm-hmm. I would say you're not. No, I was way below average. Oh, I, mean, I thought you were saying the encounter was average. No, 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 no. So it, this was a gentleman by the name of Herschel Walker. He played a little high school football in Georgia in the same era that I did. And so we played high school football, basketball, and ran track against each other. And he was a man among boys. At very young time. age. At he a was very a man young. among boys. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'd say so he owes it was, to you. That his highlight tape looks so good. His highlight tape. I mean, one of my one of my fa- one of my favorite stories is you know we we played him we relatively very very small school uh, we had uh, sixty kids in our graduating class and so very small football team as well and the coach said uh, this was the fifth time we had played him in, in two years and coach came up to me and said uh, Greg we're going to do something different I want you to spy Herschel wherever he goes on the field I don't care if the ball's going left and he's going right you go right. And uh, it's your job to go ahead and stop him. So uh, 300, 300 yards later, uh, Coach came back and said, Greg, you didn't do a very good job. So. Hey, we can't blame you. That's That's I'm pretty sure. Did he win a Heisman? Yeah, he won yeah, a Heisman. He won a Heisman. I'm pretty sure he's a U- UFC fighter now. Yeah. yeah. And he's kind and of you know that small world story that he actually is in a relationship with my sister's best friend? They're together. Breaking news. Breaking news. There you have it. Breaking news. Herschel Walker is. I, I, in a relationship, dating married, what's the status? Well, they're not married, but they've been together, I'm going to say, at least 10 years. I don't know if that's public that's information. Hmm? You've got to be real careful about the stuff you share on the mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. We'll, uh, we'll make sure we keep that. We'll bleep that. <laughs> we'll keep that. <laughs> we'll, we'll release that, that after we re- the marriage yeah. has been. Uh, we could definitely just edit his Wikipedia page and it says, uh, Herschel's in a relationship, and then like 10 years, 
He's been in a relationship for 10 years with Mrs. Amick's sister's, sister's friend, friend, who's yeah. been on the back pocket. So that's good. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Walter Payton was another one I met in the... Uh, did you also play against... Oh, did not. No, no. Walter Payton. Uh, Walter Payton. Matt went up to him and said, love to watch you play, and had the high squeaky voice, and he said, thank you very much. And that's that was awesome. it. I was in the airport in either Dallas or Houston. So that's awesome. So for all the listeners, make sure you get to your gate two hours early. That way you can meet famous people. A lot, lot, lot of things happen oh, in the yeah, airport. A lot of, a lot of good things happen mm-hmm. during layovers. That was our first question. Our next question, we'll finish up with this one. Um, in the scope of today, what did you guys learn? doesn't have to be on this podcast, but just what did you learn? Well, I, I learned that you guys are pretty good interviewers, and you guys do a pretty darn good job uh, with your podcast here. It's been fun. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks. Mrs. Amick, uh, what would you learn? And uh, I'm going to say that you guys have awesome radio voices. So. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think we, I think we blame. I think that goes to our uh, our sentence structure. I mean, we're not English majors, but we can form a couple sentences pretty well. Yeah, I think if you form a sentence and can say it without saying uh or so, which I still do, or but like, if we're like, if you can do that, I feel like that just equates to good radio. So I challenge all all of our listeners to uh, yeah. uh, mark down how many times we say um like and so, and then get back to us, and then we'll improve on that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Well, we loved having you on. Thank you very much. Thanks and, for uh, having us. Thanks for having us. Uh, Do we send our expense reports to you guys <laughs> for the uh, trip up, or how does that work? Yeah, we'll yeah pay. we pay yeah. for everything. So, yeah, we, we fly all our guests out. And, and we take them to dinner afterwards. We take so them to dinner afterwards. We'll take you to so dinner here in a few moments. Buy a beer, get to know you even more. So thanks for being on, guys. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you. Incredible interview. First time we had a couple on, and I was... A little nervous to start, but became comfortable, and that was some good content. I really enjoyed it. My favorite part, for sure, was how they met on an airplane. 30-minute flight from, I think it was, Birmingham and Savannah. I'm not quite sure. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure that's was where a 30-minute flight. And aisle seat, window seat, no one in the middle, and they, that's how they that's met. That's how they met. That's unbelievable how he was just, he's a closer. He, he really just locked in and had 30 minutes to make the most of his opportunity, um, and he absolutely made the most of his opportunity. Uh, one thing I do, one thing I can say is, a missed opportunity is basically never regained, and Greg saw that, made it work, and I just like how he sprinted up to her after, and they had an hour delay, and he's like, he's doing the math in his head. He goes, I think I can make it work. So then, just went, and now now we have Mark with us. So that's Glenn, just great stuff. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, ABC, always be closing. Steve is no longer with us. He had to take a leave of absence again. And, again. And Mark is busy, so we are having our first ever third string producer. The triad, baby. Come to the show, Greg Ebosher. Welcome, Greg. Thank you for having me, boys. Yeah, no problem. So, Greg, absolutely locked-in guy. Um, definitely not one of his average qualities. However, Greg, what do you got for us? What's your average quality? Maybe give us an average story. Anything you got for us? Anything for the listeners? Um. Yeah, I am... Wildly average at remembering things. Okay. So, um, I do not have an iPhone charger at school because I continually lose it. And, or leave it at home. Or leave it at home. And it's just, I actually just found an iPhone charger last week. Brought it, me, Andrew, and Matt went home to Chicago for the weekend. And when we came back, I realized I had lost my iPhone charger once again you left it at home. my house. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so pretty just, average. Yeah. The battle with uh, electronics and remembering things. Just, I, an iPhone charger is a stingy one because 
you absolutely need it, but you treat it like it's like it's a piece of trash. Like yeah. you throw it around and just do whatever with it, but you yeah. just always expect it to be there. Kind right. of like, so maybe you should throw it in your back pocket, Greg. Moving on, we're going to introduce our first ever sinner or winner. Decky, would you like to describe what this is? Yeah, so basically something that happens that is either apparent or blatantly bad or blatantly good, but can be spun either way. I was scrolling through my news feed, as I usually do in the morning after my lift, eating my burrito, Mm -hmm. and I saw this article, a headline grab, bacon, soda, and too few nuts tied to big portion of U.S. deaths. And I, Mm. I mean, right away it catches my eye, and I read more about it, and I notice how they're talking about how we eat not enough nuts and we eat a lot of bacon. And I thought to myself, is that a win or is that a sin? And I'm going to say it's probably a sin because dying is probably not the best way to go about living. I, I will say uh, bacon is a great thing. It's funded all of Wendy's fast food. The Baconator has hit big there. I think the, I would even go further with the study and say the people who ate, eat Baconators die more because they're not eating nuts. So maybe we fuse the two together and get bacon and nuts more in there and I, I'm I'm a big mixed nuts guy, but I think when you're going to the store and you're looking to buy bacon or nuts, you can buy a box of nuts or a jar of nuts and it's ten bucks. Or you can buy uh, two pounds of bacon for like five ninety nine. So I think that's that's why people are dying because of this because the big portions on both the nut scale and the bacon scale are it's just it's it's when, it's when it's when to bacon. Yeah. So. I'm not going to go ahead and blame people dying because they're eating bacon because we're all doing the same thing and just scientists are getting smarter and everyone's getting smarter just catching up to us. So I'm not, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say win. So AI thinks sin and Declan thinks win. Uh, our final sinner or winner here is uh, Richard Simmons. If you guys know who all that is, Richard Simmons was reported by NBC that he has gone missing. And he, no one knows where he is. He was uh, working people out, all these, uh, you know, the, the big loser, those guys. They're working all those guys out, getting them back on track. And all of a sudden, one day, just didn't show up. And this was like a year ago, by the way. And now, and now we're finally a year from now saying, where's Richard Simmons? He's now hitting the scene. And NBC made up a fake story saying, um, telling everybody that he's not okay, that he's going through depression. And we and he might be held in in his home against his will. So NBC, big time journal move, uh, making up a fake story to get Richard Simmons out of the house. Richard Simmons literally called in the Dateline NBC or Good Morning America or something and said, "Hey, I'm good. Don't worry about me. I just don't want to be a celebrity anymore. Like I'm tired of you guys." Honestly, sinner or winner, the the winner's absolutely Richard Simmons for not wanting to be a celebrity and just being a real guy and. The sinners, absolutely. The NBC and the heart, the hardcore journos. I just hate it. Okay, I hear you, but I'm going to take it the other way. Okay, and I'm going to say that Richard Simmons is a sinner uh, because he just can't. You have a, an obligation to do your job, and he leaves leaves them out to dry. So yeah. he's a sinner, and you know the company has a contract with them. They're doing their job, so they're trying to win the money that they paid. Richard Simmons, and he's but being... it shouldn't be it shouldn't be Richard Simmons' job to solve, and it shouldn't be Michelle Obama's decision to solve, uh, responsibility to solve child obesity and obesity in America. Let's trap the puck. 
As we have alluded to on our previous podcast from day one, we have made it known that we are not numbers majors. So I'm scrolling through Twitter, and I'm seeing this picture that is just the most interesting slash just confusing picture of all time. It It's supposedly Ciara and Russell Wilson. When I first saw it, I thought it was Jay-Z and Beyonce. So I, I was wrong well. on that, yeah. And basically... Well, it's, I think the reason why we thought it was Jay-Z and Beyonce... Because she's they, pregnant with twins. They, yeah, she's pregnant like with twins, and kid. they have a kid. And they already have a kid. Ciara had a kid with another guy. Yeah, and it's not. Yeah, it's not Russell Wilson's kid. And I have no. I, I, you can't see Russell Wilson's you face. Can't even, that's the whole issue. Is His we face can't is even in her see cheeks behind him. Yeah, like, it's the most absurd thing I've ever seen. So you got Ciara standing up in undies or whatever, and she's holding like this five-year-old kid who's in the nude as well, hugging her. Um, and then she's pregnant, and then you just got these hands that are groped out and around her, her belly. And, like, you, it, you take a double check. You're like, what's going on here? Yeah, where are these hands coming yeah, from? Yeah, so as a numbers, as a le- the in the numbers guy that I'm not, I'm just counting hands. I'm like, one hand, two, three. And I, I just don't know where I'm going. And it's a lot of hands. Yeah, it's just a lot of hands, 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 playing defense. It's, I don't understand. Too many, too yeah. many hands. Not numbers majors. Yeah, I, I had to count it out. I had to look back. I had to figure out who the heck it was to begin with. And, and then I ended up just scrolling past it. So now we're going to finish up the podcast with how we typically do. We finish with what did we learn and our feel-good story. So we're going to start off with what we learned today in the grand scheme of uh, from the morning, the time we woke up to right now. And Decky, please start it up. Yep. So what did I learn today? I learned that spiders... Um, they re- they have to make their spider webs. They release these polymer strands. These the the stuff that make their web. They have and it comes out of their bum. It they have six different types of polymers that come out of their bum to make webs. So they can have really strong stout polymers that is more for making their actual web for it to be sturdy and catch bugs. And then when they want to like do their little drop down pure wet deal, they have a more uh, stretchier polymer. Uh, for that as well so they actually have six different kinds and it's just like crazy and it's also we cannot it's so strong the strongest stuff that they have is more we can't produce it synthetically so that is the strongest polymer material in the world right now and we can't produce it as humans wow that's really interesting yeah you're always continuing to make our listeners more knowledgeable about humans so thank you Declan Greg what do you got for us well mine is not near as uh Factual and don't sell yourself short on great. You're right. You're absolutely right. We're average here. Today I learned. I, now see, I'm a slight, slight metalhead. I like some soft metal, like Metallica mm-hmm. and uh, like the Tin Man. Disturbed. <laughs> no, not quite like the Tin Man. Okay. But, okay. I'm but, a big Metallica um, guy myself. Okay. Today, uh, my boss Kevin Zach told me to listen to. He's our equipment manager uh, mm-hmm. on the football team. He told me to listen to his song. When the Bell Tolls, one of Metallica's most famous songs. For Whom the Bell Tolls. For Whom the Bell Tolls. With an orchestra. And it blew my mind. Absolutely fantastic. Whoever would have thought metal and orchestra music would go together so well. What do you got for us, AI? Finish us off. Easy one. Happy hour. Three to five at Stewart's. When you you got a squad of ten people, you're going to have a blast. And it needs to happen more often. And now we're going to end the podcast with how we always do. We are positive guys, ending on a positive note. Decky continues to make us feel better.
Dacky, feel good story. Go ahead. All right, so just our positive vibe to uh, start our week off here. Um, both these stories we have are from Chicago, so thank you, City of Chicago. Big time stuff. The first one, which uh, as an NFL fan and a football fan, I'm most excited for, and maybe the Cleveland or maybe these Chicago fans maybe aren't as excited, but Mike Glennon is getting a second chance at football as a starting NFL quarterback for the Chicago Bears. And oh, that, that feels that, good. If that headline just makes it so, it's just fantastic. Warms your heart. Warms your heart. Feel good story of the week. It's dis- it's horrible. I'm a Bears fan. What? It's a backup to James Winston. He's a, he's a good guy. I love it. I think he's going to, I mean, oh. he might be comparable to Baked Beans as a quarterback, but I bet he can throw the ball around. And what's our final feel-good story? Yeah, you, have the, you have the kicker here. Hometown hero, Chance the Rapper, donating $1 million to CPS, the college public system. It's just awesome. You know, Chance fundraising the money through uh, um, his ticket sales and other oh, sponsors man. because he's not on a record label. Man's a stud. Continuing to put his money where his mouth is, literally, and he's awesome. Yeah, so thank you, Chance, trying to do something, just stepping up, really. Just stepping up, taking advantage of a great opportunity. So that's the end of our show. Uh, Next week, we have Dr. Pritchard on. She's an electric interview. Neuroscience Um, expert and sleep expert. Telling us how to get our sleep in college and deals specifically with the college breed and sleep. So. And I think it's perfect timing for her to come on with spring break coming up where people will probably not get the sleep they should. So Dr. Pritchard's here to inform you of why you should. All right, so that's our show. Um, thank you for everyone. We love you. Take care. Take care.